Lee Smith, author of The Process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series, The Process. You know, if you've missed any of the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, Procrastination and Thief of Time, and If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now, they can all be heard on several streaming outlets such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. To find me, please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or to listen to any of those messages in the past. (laughs) Wow. The road traveled thus far um, to start this series is one that is starting to fill you or, or hopefully starting to fill you with some reassurance in the elements of our time. Before I give a short recap, here is the the moment I'm going to encourage you to write down this global vision statement for season seven. Here we go. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you lose it, you'll never get the 86,400 seconds back in your life. See, as I started this series, I feel it's always important to embrace every situation that we have in life. Sometimes what we may uh, perceive as being an uncomfortable situation is really giving us a knowledge base from to draw wisdom from in the future. I also mentioned that everything uh, that we've endured happens over time. And really, they are teachable moments. So. After we move our mindset to accept that uh, that the time we have and can share with with the world is very valuable, it gives permission to ourselves, not to anyone else, to live clear and free of the expectations that others have placed on us. Again, for additional details on the acronyms I listed above, again, please visit those on the the outlets mentioned uh, prior. Recently. I had the honor and privilege to address a government entity in Washington, D.C. ballroom that was full to capacity. I was originally scheduled to deliver uh, the keynote speech a while back in spring of 2021. But certain things did not align and it it was pushed forward a few months (laughs) time. Now, if you followed any of my material messages or the personal interviews of shows that I've been on, I've stopped using excuses for anything and everything in my life. I don't say the words if I or I should have to describe the things that should have been done. I've been very adamant when talking uh, uh, talking of these key points, especially since I believe that the opportunity may only knock on the door once, but temptation leans on the doorbell. While in preparation for the event, I allowed something and or a situation to get me sidetracked from this task at hand. At that moment or recently, I agreed to take on additional home improvement projects, which everyone listening knows that can go rather quickly or in this case, go down the opposite side of the street. To be a bit more specific, I thought and I should have recalled what I was told as a young man regarding uh, which is I thought equals I'm wrong. I thought that painting the outside of the house would be a simple two to three day job. What I failed to remember is there is key things that makes every event or every task in life go smoother more often than not. And that is preparation. 
See, the greatest teachings in life are the times when you are forced or mandated to take a pause because your whole plan can fall apart without a legitimate preparation in anything we do in life. When this happens to all of us, we sometimes, most oftentimes, have to go back to the beginning so we can go forward to complete the projects or project we set out for to complete. It is in those moments we must operate in the state that we own. In the task of painting, in the task of speaking, the task of teaching, and in everything we do in life, there must be obedience within that becomes our necessity. Let's own. <laughs> Let's start this adventure. I'm going to start with the first O in own, which I said was obedience. In starting almost anything, whether it's a project or making the commitment to doing something that will take perseverance, your obedience is going to be tested. Although the events of simultaneously painting and preparing for speaking that I'm going to explain seem like a disaster, I will always recall something that my grandmother said to me when I was a teenager. She said, Mark, no matter what task is at hand, I know you've been gifted with the power of obedience and will make things look easy, but others will see it as an impossible feat. You know, what my wife used to tell me, one of my greatest areas of opportunities is becoming a truly effective multitasker. And I must agree with that assessment most of the time. See, I tend to get locked in and focused on one thing and refuse to start anything else until what has been my attention or what has my attention has been completed. In doing this, I become a big proponent of working backwards and attacking the tasks that are hand. And this has proven to work well for me. By working backwards, it allows me to fill in the blanks with the many things that needs to be done. And in more importantly, in its sequential order. So, with painting the house, I needed to make sure the weather was going to cooperate. So, I followed the information that was shared on the three-day forecast. As well as ensured that all my scheduled meeting times were recorded and accounted for. <laughs> However, we're talking about life, right? And over the next three days and nights, my obedience again was going to be tested. So let's move to the right with day one. You know, I had already gone to Lowe's, purchased all the paint and supplies that I thought. Again, there lies that saying when I proclaim my thought. I thought would be needed to complete the, the work before Tasha came back in town. And again, since my preferred method is to work backwards, I started thinking about the speech and the Q&As that I would most likely uh, going to take place and when I spoke in Washington, D.C. I've always believed that each day it is shame on us if we don't take the time and effort to learn things that give us knowledge. However, one thing that I was damn sure going to learn is that often, Stepping outside my comfort zone will be an act of careless irresponsibility, but a necessary act of obedience. See, I caught myself having a plan for the next few days. The exact times that I was going to paint from 930 to 1130, I was going to paint. Then go back inside, have lunch, rest, study my material from the, for the event, upcoming event from uh, 1 p.m. to 330 p.m. Then, of course, I needed to continue writing for podcasts, and I said I would do that from 4 p.m. to 5.15 p.m. I'm going to then identify key speaking opportunities from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. 
then read for a couple of hours to soothe my mind before bed. But honestly, my thinking that I had this all under control didn't account for my lack of obedience, just as most of us have experienced at some point in our lives. Mm. Let's move to the W in own, which I said was within. One of the things that I failed to mention about our house is that uh, roughly 75% of the exterior of the home was constructed with brick. As mentioned in a prior series, in a prior message, the home was built in 1958 with a solid foundation that would probably be standing for well over another 100 years. So the first thing that I did at 9 a.m. on day one was to power wash the outside to ensure that I was getting all the dirt and grit off the brick. Hmm. Coincidentally, from time to time, I uncovered that each of us will need a power washing of our own internal cells to do a couple things. First, there must come a point within us that we know that cleansing our circle and the way we do things must, must take place. Secondly, power washing allows you a fresh start to be able to own the successes that you have been predestined to receive. So as I allowed uh, uh, able time or ample time for the brick to dry, I was eager, <laughs> so eager to open the brand new paint sprayer that Tasha ordered from Amazon. <laughs> Her and Amazon, that's a whole nother story. But I was excited to begin this project to move on to what else I needed to do with my time. With the sprayer loaded, headphones on, I began listening to a playlist that I created and started spraying my little heart away. As I was spraying and in a zone, I began to think about the personal challenges or spraying of paint within my own life. While finishing the last section uh, before the scheduled break time at 1130, I noticed that all the errors that I had done barely looked as if the paint was on there, as well as the rumble thunder came abruptly and I could see rain coming in the horizon. What, what I thought about to, to go through was going to be test what I had within as the storms of my plan was coming unhinged. I normally pride myself of, of staying calm in tense situations and feeling a bit stressed now. I recall something that I often speak of. Reach within yourself at the height of the storm for I have calmed. See, that reminder was very instrumental as the rain began to come down with fury and all the work that I had put forth was for naught. While trying to exhale from what had appeared to be a morning without progression of one goal, the painting, I made the decision to take advantage of the rainy afternoon while taking another self-reflection within before I decided to study the material for the upcoming speaking engagement. As I got uh, what I thought was my head in the right place, Tasha called to ask if I had purchased, uh, if I did purchase any more kilts for the brick since we had over a gallon left downstairs. <laughs> now, I'm not going to challenge anyone's intelligence. So if you already knew applying this was essential when painting, especially when changing wall or brick color, you're absolutely correct. And I had not even thought about covering the brick with kilts prior to spending a half a day thinking I was making a progress on painting. Embarrassed and with the feeling of less of a man, I deflected her question abruptly, changed the subject immediately and replied, I've got everything under control. 
Just like power washing helps loosen the dirt and debris to allow for, for a clean and re a resurrection of materials and and within us, so does the parallel with the application of kilts. So by definition, it, being the kilts, is used to block stains, <laughs> like we block stains of disappointment. It was used to, to remove grease, just as we remove others that we've wronged, as well as get rid of rust and ink. It also is by design ideal to help lessen the number of coats of paint required. <laughs> Don't let we call that lessons learned. Haven't each of us needed the application of kilts within our heart and soul sometimes to block the stains, the grease, the rust, and the ink that was permeating in the cracks and walls of our lives? Man, <laughs> you talk about moments that, that of the crossroads in my life. This day, day one, was reminding me who was really in control. See, all along, it was a test to see if I still had what was inside me to own the remaining time that was scheduled for that day. I'm going to go to the last letter, which I said was necessity or becomes a necessity. As mentioned a few minutes ago, the only thing that I could salvage my day with to this point is to feel a sense of accomplishment from playing my speech over in my head. Remember, since I professed of always working backwards, it became a necessity for me to begin at the Q&A section that I felt would be coming at the conclusion of my speech. For at this moment, obedience within became a necessity to regain some order in my day. So, as I took a deep breath, I went back into my office slash studio to find my computer had been rebooted and the lights were flashing on the process sign that's located on my wall. Yes, <laughs> at some point while I was trying to shut down things outside and hurry in before the downpour of rain, there had to be a power surge. Praying before I hit the restart button, I was holding my breath and had my eyes closed and, and looking to the skies in prayer that my material had not been erased or lost. After a few moments of waiting, my biggest fear was now reality. It was gone. I can hear others in my circle asking, Mark, you always back up your materials. Why didn't you back up your work? All I could say, or all I would say, was I thought it was all under control. With all of this happening on just on day one, of my pre-planned pre three-day paint job, I knew now more than ever, keeping my faith and positive attitude was a necessity. I turned to my book of writings that I generally keep close by and flipped to a page that read, if you're going to go through hell, keep going. What a valuable lesson I was learning just from the day. Besides a reminder to eliminate, I thought it was that in everything that I do Obedience within definitely becomes a necessity. Since having a tumultuous day thus far, it only seemed logical to take advantage of the time to read and rethink a new message to deliver. Perhaps what I was going to, to present wasn't the right message for me to, to send after all. My grandfather told me, always remember that patience, perseverance, and mental strength will always be the biggest armor against all odds. Love you, Grandpa. Great advice. As the day and night progressed, it had me step back and reevaluate everything that had transpired 
More importantly, how it was a necessity for me to experience each of these events that day. Later that evening, Tasha called back to ask how my day went. It would have been so, so easy to unload the demise of my own faults from lack of preparation. Now, I know she would have listened and not commented, but why even complain about a lesson that was a necessity for me to be reminded of? See, each of our 86,400 seconds will unveil a multitude of highs and lows. But our own ability to recover, our own perseverance, and choice of our responses is and will always be the key. Let me close with a personal story that is very dear to me. My friend Jerry was one of the most positive people I had ever known. He always was in a good mood and always had something encouraging to say. He was a manager at a restaurant. If his employees had a bad day, Jerry always helped him to look on a positive side of any and all situations. Jerry's attitude was truly amazing. So one day I asked him, how can you be so positive all the time? He told me, he said, Mark, you see, every morning I tell myself that I have two choices for the day. To be in a good mood. Or in a bad mood. I choose the good one. And when something wrong happens. I can be sad or angry. Or I can learn from it instead. And I choose to learn. Thus I choose the positive side of life. <laughs> I said man you know. That's truly not easy. He also told me. He said, yes it is. Life is all about choices. You can choose how people or situations. Will affect your mood. And how it affects your life. So one morning, Jerry left the, the restaurant's back door open and was held up at gunpoint by three armed robbers. He tried to open the safe, but his hand shook due to nervousness and he slipped off the combination. So the robbers shot him. Fortunately, Jerry was quickly found and brought to the nearest hospital. After many, many hours of surgery and long intensive care, Jerry was released home. When he was able to have visitors after his surgery, I asked him what was his thoughts during the robbery he said i thought i should have locked the back door <laughs> only jerry then when i was lying on the floor i remembered about my choices in this case a choice to live and a choice to die and i chose to live i asked if he was scared and he continued when they wheeled me in the emergency room and i looked at the faces of the doctors i got truly scared i knew that i needed to do something so when the nurse asked me if I was allergic to anything, <laughs> Jerry replied, yes. Doctors and nurses stopped working and waited for my answer. I took a deep breath and yelled, bullets. <laughs> they started laughing and I said, my choice to live. Treat me as if I'm alive. Don't treat me as if I'm dead. Now, Jerry's alive thanks to the skill of his doctors. However, his amazing attitude played an important role, too. I learned from him that every day we should choose to live fully, no matter what happens in our 86,400 seconds of our day. So let me remind you of one more time of my, my vision statement. Hopefully you wrote it down. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Because so once you lose it, you will never get the 86,400 seconds back. So, my question that I want to ask, who is in your circle that needs to ensure to be reminded that obedience within 
becomes a necessity from time to time and live life to, to be the absolute fullest. See, I've made sure I remind you to call them. Pick up the phone. Touch base with them. Don't text them. Let's get personal again with our interactions. It might be you today. Right now, they really could benefit from listening to this message that has to deal with how to own your obedience within that becomes a necessity. Whomever you share it with, whomever you listen to this with, even if you listen to it again, always, always remember that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mom, I love each of you very, very much. And again, thank you for your support. To my mother-in-law, Sarah Wilson, rest in peace. To our children, grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you, and we will see you soon. Speaking from a personal experience, I know firsthand of the power of obedience within and becomes a necessity. Own your time. It starts with the decision to make the choice to change. Embracing that change begins and ends within to truly ensure we all all, all of us, each of us, every one of us are embarking on actions that will, shall remain concurrent with legacy changing actions in 2022 and beyond. God bless you and I will speak with you soon.